0: Welcome to the Outdoor Country Talk Podcast, brought to you in part by GSM Outdoors, hosted by Jacob Poole and Jeremy Shaw. We bring country living and the great outdoors together.
1: And we're back today with Jeremy and Beamer and Poole. What is up, fellas?
0: Not too I'm, much. I'm, I'm, I'm always just intrigued to hear what Beamer has to tell about. <laughs>
2: I'm done talking. I, every time I tell a story, things get worse. I'm going to let you guys tell a story. You guys finish this show. I'm going to watch. You watch. <laughs> you you guys will tell the ending story and something bad will happen to you. That's how this works. I know how this is. It's momentum.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, Beamer, I'll just wrap it up before we get to that. How about that? I, I love that <laughs> idea. Well, I do.
0: You know, Beamer, I, I thought about this the other day, and I didn't bring it up earlier, but, you know, for a man that's writing a book, and you, you said you were at, what, 60 chapters now?
2: Oh, yeah. i, I Well, there's 20 in the book that's out there, and yep. I got plenty more to add. Yeah.
0: But there becomes a point where it's okay to just make up stories instead of <laughs> having to live each and every one. No, you can change oh, this book from fiction to nonfiction or vice versa just a little bit. Uh, we don't have I to th- have the whole. It I
2: think happened it to just me. Comes a time where you just write the ending, <laughs> and you just you just say that's enough.
0: Mm. But I can say well, this: maybe? you know, you yeah. are one of the only people I know who has ever caught a tree and lived to tell about
1: it. Yeah, mm. well, the tree caught him. Yeah, he <laughs> caught up with me quick. Well, Beamer, we got to get this out of the way first. Then I, then then we're gonna need a medical update, just kind of see how Beamer's doing. But what is the weather doing in your part of the
2: woods? Oh so well, fifty fifty degrees, thirty mile an hour gust, probably fifteen mile an hour to thirty mile gust out of the north, and it's blowing ducks
1: down your way. Now, there's something I like to hear on a, uh, what talk. is today? A Wednesday. Yeah. All talk right, talk to
0: me. To I anything. like to hear that. Well, no, I do. Kind of and gamer,
1: we've, we have had our first, um, I'm going to call it a good old Southern cool snap. We went from 95 to about 75 last night. Well, this morning, I had an early morning this morning, I had to get up rolling pretty early, I got in my truck, cranked it and it said 49 degrees.
2: Bingo. That's perfect.
1: Oh, man. Lovely. And if you Lovely. did like
0: I did, I hit my dashboard to make sure it wasn't a mistake. <laughs> I wanted to know if it needed to restart. Um,
1: Kill the truck, crank it back, make sure it's reading right. <laughs> make sure it's reading uh-huh. right.
2: Yeah. What's this thing telling me? What's it telling me?
1: Yeah. 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 Is, this, is this reality? Yeah. Man, it's nice down here. We're about to start bow season, uh, or have started bow season, I guess we could say, as this recording will be out a, a little while later. so. Yeah, man, it is uh it is our time of the year. So, tell us a medical update. I know our last episode, we talked about, um, well, you know what we talked about. And <laughs> so, I've had a few people ask me some questions about it. Said, man, this guy got all mauled up by this tree. He didn't have any surgery. They were surprised. And, and, and I told the guy the other morning at our sporting clay shoot, I said, truth be told, this guy's probably up running around. So, Beamer, how are you, man?
2: Um, I was up running around. And, and I probably shouldn't have been up running around. I actually took I got my cast off and I got a boot on my foot. So I decided, well this is working good and I'm feeling pretty good. So I took the boot off and then I put my hunting boot on and laced it really tight and I went out and shot video and photographs all Saturday. And then by Sunday I couldn't breathe. My foot hurt so bad. So when I went and saw the doctor <laughs> yesterday he, he said, You can take your boot off to shower but you're not supposed to you have three broken bones in your ankle. And I'm not supposed to take the boot off, period. So mm. I, I swelled it up pretty good. Other than that, my back is um, tender but getting better. I'm out of a back brace. I'm out of my neck brace. And I may have to have one little surgery on my ankle, but other than that, God shined his light on me. I'm
1: gold. Man, that's about that's almost unbelievable.
0: Well, Beamer, are you supposed to be out of the back brace or are you just out of
1: it? Um
2: I I don't have an answer for that. Okay, I, so yeah, I, so you see you hesitated say, a little I'm say too long. Supposed to. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it's good. I saw my doctor. I didn't have it on. He asked me when I took my neck brace off. I, I didn't have the heart to tell him like two days after it happened.
0: Okay, so you <laughs> All right, that was my concern. So you did not wait for the medical experts to tell you it was okay to take it off. You just took it off and showed up at their office that way.
2: Well, if you've been hurt as much as I have, <laughs> I have spent enough time in the medical field that I feel I'm just about as qualified as any doctor that I've run into. So I might not know all the terminology, but I do know this, that, that when things hurt, they're broke, and when when they don't hurt, they're doing good. So that's how my motto
0: is. Most five- and six-year-old children know that too, but they uh (laughs) – I'm about that
2: that same brain, (laughs) Mike. Yeah. I'm right there uh,
0: with them. Well, Beamer, the reason I ask, when I I hurt my neck back in 95, uh, it was one of those things where it scared me bad enough you know, never really been hurt seriously like that and hadn't have neck surgery and when he said you wear it for this long, I wore it that long plus a few more days. It, yeah. it, there was no chance and, and and I've had very little pain from it since, which w- what I went through back then is amazing, but um you know, especially when you're talking about your spine and everything else, uh, you know, just a little little extra don't hurt anything because i know i took my soft collar off one night a couple weeks after i had my surgery and my mama had actually come get me out of the shower because i was down and was not getting up when the weight of my head actually hit my neck where they had taken the disc out and put the bone chips in it put me straight in the bottom of the shower i mean it was no yeah you
2: had you had stuff pushing nerves um my back, all my back is the processes where the little small muscles join, the little flanges that come off the spine. I was so fortunate I didn't hit a disc and didn't hurt the, the spinal cord. Um, it cracked all the little wings off the side of my back. And so it's just a matter of wearing that back brace, um, to get that going. You know, if I was had your situation with my neck, I, I would have wore it also.
0: Well, what kind but, of pain are you in? Cause I know I wasn't. I was demonstrating how to hit a sled properly a couple of weeks ago for the boys, my seventh grade football boys, and I've had a twinge in my back ever since, Uh uh-huh. and I'm constantly trying to stretch or twist or pop it out, and no, I, tried, and I, I didn't do to, anything I major. Pop,
2: I tried to pop my back driving in the car. I always take my hand to pull it behind my back, crush it, you know, crank and pop it, you know, on the back seat, pushing on the steering wheel. And I pushed in the spot that had these broke off little things and I, I about wet myself driving. I mean, I, I hurt myself. I pulled over and had to get breath and whoo, I, I pushed some stuff out of place that shouldn't have been pushed. So I don't pop my back like that this last week. I Primer, do you that. think that's the best time to maybe doing that? <laughs> driving down the road?
0: In the road at 70 miles well, an hour?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better than when I let go of the steering wheel and I adjust my neck both real hard both ways. And I yeah. try to see if I can see stars or back behind me. I don't need a rear view mirror. I can twist that neck around like an owl. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it's pretty good. It's, it's a lot better than playing drums. Both sticks. But That's okay. That's a different subject.
0: Wow. I'm guessing yeah. that's while you're driving also is where I'm... No, that would no. be illegal. <laughs> we won't talk about that on the air.
2: No, sir. I would never do anything like that. Two and ten or ten and two or well, three and six. Three, six, four, ten and two. Well, Beamer, backing
0: up just a little bit, getting, getting off the of highway driving. Now, you said you had your boot off uh-huh. and you were filming something, I'm uh-huh. guessing, a GSM product.
2: Yeah, a lot of them. We were taking pictures. My uh, daughter and a friend of ours, a uh, very attractive young lady was out modeling some of our new product and, and doing a bunch of shooting. So they got to run some rounds on uh, Saturday. They shot 22s and 40s and 9mm and my 6.5 Creedmoor at long distance and they were swatting, <laughs> swatting the metal plate at 500 yards. <laughs> And it's, it's great because you get that delay, you know, it's like boom and it's like ping. And, uh, yeah, it was a 20 inch plate and they were just pounding it. So, so y'all were There's shooting
0: a lot. a lot of video for Birchwood Casey on that one. Or? Yeah.
2: A lot, a lot of Birchwood Casey, a lot of walkers. Um, the Birchwood Casey, we have a new shooting bench and it's a portable shooting bench. Did we talk about that once? I thought we did. I don't know.
0: I don't remember anyhow.
2: It's, it's a collapsible shooting bench with a swivel seat that's adjustable, and then it has a, a screw yoke so you can um, adjust how you want the front of your gun sat. And it's ambidextrous. Uh, it's designed for right or left handers. It's got the, the center the lobe. I love it. it and it's, it's very easy to, to maneuver, and, and it's very portable. It's got a tripod-type receiver. You drop down for the legs. You drop this into it. It's got the seat. Like I said, the seat's adjustable in height. Uh, my daughter's like five two, and and uh, Trista's probably five six. So we just adjust the seat until you're you know anchored down exactly how you want, and then it swivels. So it, it's super cool. You know, shooting different targets. So yeah.
0: Let me ask you this: Would that be something that you could? Is it small enough that you could put in a ground blind
2: uh, if you wanted something a little
0: more stable? No, no. Okay, no. Um, I was just trying to get a picture of it to see.
2: Yeah, if, if there going was more to usage, PS7 you could... and go to birch when you go on to shooting benches. Birch. So I'm still learning how to type since I can't feel my left hand. And I go in for surgery next Tuesday on that. So you think it's it's kind of funny. If if you watched me type, I I, I was a very fast typer before all this happened. And since I can't feel my pinky, my ring finger, or my middle finger on my left hand, I never know if I'm typing an A, a Z, an S, hitting the caps lock, shift, anything (laughs) like that. And I don't look down to type. And and man, I I don't know. I'm just pushing buttons over here, hoping I'm pressing something right. <laughs> I look up and I read what I'm typing, and I just start laughing. I'm like, man, I I shouldn't have passed typing, but I can't I can't feel anything. Well,
0: All hopefully right, after next, next week's surgery, you will. What's that? I said hopefully after next week's surgery, you will be able to be back 100% 60 words a minute typer.
2: Yeah, or four words in that, but spelled right. You know, he's just got to set goals. So, um I was hunting off. I was shooting off the. Uh, let's see here. The swivel action bench. Right here. And there's an extreme shooting bench. I don't think I've shot off of that yet. Yeah, there. It was fun. It was great for the kids. I call them kids. One's a 19 year old, one's 12, but I'm, a, I'm 120 years old. So everything's a kid. You guys are kids.
1: Hey, I'll take it. I you know. You know. I would too. Going... P- had to, Poole had to mention, uh, so we on our last episode, we recorded earlier, we had had to talk about our adventure that we took, uh, while we were teal hunting this past weekend. And, uh, while I was sitting down and taking a rest, Poole had to mention, man, you got a lot of gray hair in that beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, episodes like this right here is not helping that situation a bit. That's it, exactly.
2: Yeah. My son calls me grandpa now, and I'm not a grandpa. I don't know. He just calls it to me. He says, How old hey, is grandpa, he? Come, come here.
0: Did you tell <laughs> him yeah, that nah. he's uh, he's throwing bad juju on himself?
2: Well, I, I told him I'm going to knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a grandpa, but I'll come after you. Well, well, he because I have I've no got leg a leg and no arm and
1: I've got yeah, a he's like, What
2: what what well, are you gonna do about it? No <laughs> back. That's a, a good point. Uh, I could shoot spitwise at him.
0: Well, I'll tell y'all this real quick before we get going any further. Uh a good friend of mine in Texas several years ago called and he was laughing. I said, Dude, what are you tickled about? He's like, Man, let me tell you. He said, I go for my little girl's soccer game today and his his little girl and my little girl's about the same age and He said, My wife just falls out laughing on the sideline where she's sitting at. And I said, Okay, well, Steph's pretty, you know, got a pretty good sense of humor. What'd she get tickled about? He said, Well, one of the little girls came up and said she thought it was real sweet that her grandpa always came to all of her ball games. And Steph turned around and she's like, Her grandpa? And said, Yeah, they pointed at me.
2: <laughs> he said, dude
0: He said, so being the dad at thirty eight, apparently I am looking old enough that the other little eight year old thought I was the grandpa. He said, so now everybody on the team and the parents call me grandpa. So uh <laughs> he, said, he said it was that bad that, you know, the little girl thought it was really sweet that her grandpa made every game. <laughs> Thankfully, you
1: got to you got to break out the just for men.
0: No, not me. Yeah. No, no, no. The buddy of mine in Texas. Oh, shit. Oh, no, not me.
1: Oh, yeah, I was like yeah, they were talking about you there for a no,
0: second. No, no. I'm always coaching. They know who I am. I'm the loud <laughs> one.
2: I, 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 I do the Just for Men every once in a while, and it, it turns it from solid white to white with, with, yeah, <laughs> white, white with a muted stripe here and there. I look like a skunk. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, not bad. Well, Beamer. Several years ago, they were picking on when I let my beard grow out long. The whites really worse on the the gray in my beard, and so I I bought a thing of just for men, just for fun, and colored everything. And dude, it was not the color that the box said. You know, it, oh, no, no. it was supposed to be a light brown or you know Jet medium black. brown. To yeah, <laughs> I had a dark dark brown.
2: Uh-huh. yeah well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of running that right now
0: about three weeks later i asked my wife i said hey have none of y'all noticed that i colored my beard she's like no i hadn't but i have noticed you look a little younger here lately i thought you'd been working out like <laughs> it worked out i took some <laughs> just for men and after five minutes i had a whole different color face Um oh.
1: so you color your beard and get accused of working out yeah, She said I look color. younger. I'm a, I'm coloring it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I, I might use two boxes of it. It'll look yeah. like I'm ready to compete. Well, but the oh, funny God thing you. is
0: you can't just do your beard because that's the problem I've got now. If I do just my beard, the, all the gray in my head, you know, so yeah. so everything in my hair is still black and gray. And then my beard will be this lovely brownish black color. Like you say, with one or two little, you know, long, long gray ones in there. But it's uh, if I have a hat on, you can't tell the difference. When I pull the hat off, it's like, hmm. Mm. How does he so not you're saying, have gray hair so you're in his saying beard?
1: Just uh, if you if you put just for men on the beard, nothing else. Kind of like just repainting a hood on a car or nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: or only only putting the one, you know, fixing the one front tire.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah right, guys. That. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're I back on those flat tires again.
1: Yeah, I got you. That
2: was a good circle.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Well, we always try to loop back. We're trying to keep the listeners, you know, we we want to be able to draw them back in from time to time. So.
2: All right. I like this. Let's talk broadheads. I like that subject, especially since
0: bow season opens here in the morning.
2: Oh, does it really?
0: Yes, sir. And I've got a piggy piggy or old snorty doe picked out, so hopefully uh, everything works the way I want to in the morning. Nice. I'm going to get to test out one of your sets of broadheads in the morning.
2: Which you are you shooting? I'm, I'm Let's talk about DK-4 today. Did I send any of those to you? That's it. That's it. That's, that's my is favorite.
0: A, that is an animal that will be twisted on in the morning.
2: Nice. Uh, the the. Are you shooting the inch and three-eighths or the inch and three-quarters? Did, what did they send you? I don't know what they sent you. What did I send you? Three-eighths. I, I think it's sent
1: you three-quarters, In the it, folks?
0: If y'all hold on just a second, I'll go grab a pack and we'll look.
1: All right, let's let's, let's get a live review of this.
2: Yeah, come on now. That's
1: what I'm talking about.
2: How'd you do on teal?
1: Well, um, we we had a full episode of our teal adventure. Long story short. All right, we're going to keep this short because I know the audience, they've already heard it. So Paul and I get to this WMA uh, management area up in the delta we've hunted before. Get there, terrible mud. We had a, another tropical storm come through, dumped about five inches of rain on us. We're going down through there. We break a belt on the ranger 3.1 miles from the truck. We end up, didn't get to scout the area at all. We set up one spot we just seen from the, from the, uh, from the road. We shoot four birds, should have shot about 12. And that was about the extent of it. So we had to leave the buggy. We walked 1.7 miles for a game ward to come guide us. Mm. took us took us to the truck we come back that was a thursday we hunted we come back sunday put a belt on the ranger get it out and um so that was the only till hunt i went on a fool fool had a good some good hunts so he, he went down to south louisiana and hunted. yeah he didn't invite me
0: well okay. uh
2: i'm not i wasn't sure if we could get you down i don't i don't think i was capable of flying anywhere
0: no, and I don't know if the recoil off the shotgun would have felt too wonderful with the back brace and neck brace on. Uh, yeah,
2: and if you can't I, I, feel
0: your left hand, you can't even hold a gun up. So
2: I, there's a lot of things that are getting fixed. So i I just warning you. You know how like synthetic oil changed the whole world. You know, you went from changing oil every 3,000 miles to now you can go like 46,000 miles without an oil change or something like that. It's synthetic oil. That's what right. they're doing. That's what they're doing to my body right now. They're uh, <laughs> swapping you out. In a complete yeah. overhaul. Yeah, that's what I need. That's what I'm getting.
0: Well, look. Let's get back while while we're here now. Let's get back to broadheads. What what you sent me when I'm gonna be slinging in the morning, or, or for this season, is the DK Four 100
2: Grain mm-hmm.
1: Inch mm-hmm. and Three Quarter.
2: Nice. Nice. The only downside to that inch and three quarters is it's tough to put into your quiver. Um, you know, my my bow is very well tuned. Um, I shoot those at 60, 70, 80, 90 yards all the time uh, against field points. There's a video that I did out there. It's called Reasons Why, and it talks about me shooting that broadhead at 80 yards side by side with field tips. And it's amazing. Hey, hold on.
1: Did you hear that, fool?
2: I did. I don't know where they right, came Be- from.
1: Be- Beamer, go back to it. Doesn't fit in your quiver. It just okay. broke up for some reason. Okay. The only that da- the only downside.
2: Oh, the only downside is is it, it it's it's kind of like doing Django when you put five arrows in your quiver because th- those do have that front fixed blade. It's an inch and three quarters. But the neat thing about the DK4 is those are impact responsive blades on the front. They clip into place. So if they strike a shoulder bone at an angle or anything like that, it'll pivot that main blade off to the side keeping that arrow going on the path you intended. Now, the neat thing about a DK-4 compared to any hybrid that you've ever seen out there, there's been a lot of hybrids. That's a fixed blade with a mechanical. The problem is, is everybody always sets up a fixed blade to hit first, like they should, and then a mechanical hopefully works. Well, once you cut that hide, the hide is very flappy, and mechanicals don't always grab, and they don't always open. So with the DK-4, we lined it up so that the mechanics and the fixed blade all hit at the same exact time. That that ensures you a four-blade entrance hole. And, of course, once it's an entrance hole, it's going to be a four-blade exit hole. And we use the Spitfire system, which is a tried and true mechanical. It's been around for 26 years. It's been proven it's probably one of the most effective or largest number of kills with a mechanical broadhead in the world. It's probably the the, uh, uh, new Archery product Spitfire. And it was one of the very first ones and it is one that doesn't use a retention ring, doesn't use any clips or anything like that. It snaps into place, uh, fires great out of crossbows, fires great out of low com- or low kinetic energy compounds. But the, the DK4, it's my favorite. Um, I, I did design it. The engineers, I drew it on paper. The engineers really designed it and uh, these guys are tremendous and for something to just fly like a field plane, and I mean hit with thunder. Um, I'm going to see if I've got some YouTube channel clips for you while you guys and I talk about this. So hold on.
0: Well, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, we've talked on here before. The the kids kind of fuss at me if I shoot anything with horns. So in the morning or here over the next couple of days, hopefully uh, a piggy piggy or an old snorty doe will make an appearance and give me a shot and we're going to test it. I'm, I'm really you know, I know you and I've talked about this before, but I'm really curious to see what it'll do on a hog.
2: I think, I think when you start talking about an inch and three quarter fixed blade on a hog, you know, it's going to be a quarter and a shot that you're going to want to take anyhow. Um, I would love to see it. I want to see this. I don't know what you shoot for poundage. I'm guessing fairly high. Uh, you're lanky too, right? 75,
0: so, I think is what's on my hunting boat.
2: Yeah. It, it, it'll be, you'll, you'll love this. It's going to be a blood mess, which is awesome.
0: Well, the, <laughs> not to take away from the broadheads, but I will say that I am kind of more tickled or intrigued about the lighted knocks. i want to watch yes. it. i want to see if it passes through or if I get to watch the lighted knock run off. So
2: it, it, It'll be fun. I just want you to kill something with it.
0: Me too, and I'm hoping I can get it on camera. I'm taking my shot cam off my shotgun and it will actually be on my stabilizer on my bow. So hopefully I'll be able to get uh, get a really good video of the arrow path and everything because, as we've talked about on here before, I'm not very good at uh, filming myself. So <laughs> at least with the shot cam, I can get the 10 seconds before I let go of the arrow and the 10 seconds after. So I may not have a whole lot before and after that, but uh, we can... Yeah, when it comes to me recording or me taking the shot, I'm taking the shot. I know you've said on here several times that you, you know, you you've had to pass a lot of shots to make sure you had it recorded. Uh I don't have that problem. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna let her eat.
2: Oh, that's good. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what. That's what everybody should do.
0: Well, since Man. no one has offered, and and I keep throwing it out there that you know if anybody wants to offer to pay me to hunt, I will be more than happy to oblige them. But until the uh, until the checks actually cash, I'm gonna uh, we're gonna go
1: about it pool's way,
0: yes, sir. And we're gonna we're gonna have backstrap on the <laughs> yeah, grill.
1: That's, that's perfect.
0: Yeah, there will be backstrap on the grill very soon.
2: Oh, I like the sound of that. I uh, I have my wife is hunting on friday i will be filming her and we have a blind set up we got one of the down and out blinds and we've got one of the fusion cameras that's feeding me pictures we've got a stud of a buck doesn't score that much you know what it is it scores a lot i mean he's 140 inch deer but he's only an eight pointer but he's like an eight-year-old eight pointer that is just mass and heaviness. So, stoked, stoked.
1: So, Be- Be- Beamer, is y'all season open right now? Yes. Okay, okay, I thought it was. How long has it been open?
2: Uh Opened uh, September 16th. Okay,
1: so y'all been open a couple weeks.
0: Two weeks. Yeah. Y'all open two weeks before we do then. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I I
2: truly, 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 uh, can't wait. We finally, you know, we've had that hot stuff like you guys had. And all of a sudden this week, man, it's it spun around to the high today is 50. The high today or high Friday will be 50. Uh, it's supposed to be like 54 tomorrow and uh straight north winds. So it's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I, I'm very, very, very stoked. To, Beamer, to any chance
0: of y'all getting any snow?
2: No, but it's supposed to frost Oh, so it'll make the ground Um,
0: slick Where you're trying to get in and out and maneuver around
2: On your bad wheels Yeah (laughs) I don't have a bad wheel I'm healthy as a horse
0: You may need a motorized scooter
2: I might need just motors I just,
1: I I mean
2: (laughs) I I, I seriously might just need to to Have a series of motors uh, Attached to me to gear drive me everywhere No, I think you need a series of airbags I do. That's a great. That's a great additive right there. Just internally installed anywhere that I go, and I smack something harder, it hits me hard. Something deploys, keeps me protected. I love your idea.
0: You can. You could do a belt. You could do a headband. Uh, headband be great. Yeah, wrist wristband. I mean, you're gonna need a lot of them. Uh, you know, over the, the last few months of gathering your stories, you're you're gonna need a whole. You know, you're probably gonna need a rear view one. Um. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I love it.
0: A rear view one.
2: Yeah. That's good.
0: I tried to figure out a nice way of saying that.
2: <laughs> there was a lot of lot of nice euphemisms in there. Uh huh. But yeah, bless but, your bless your heart.
0: Bless your soul. Bless your soul. You know, Beamer, I don't know if you know of you know, but down in the south, when you hear somebody, Oh, bless his soul mm-hmm. that's He's not good. a good thing. Uh that that's usually the kind of the pity saying. So, uh, oh, oh, he bless his heart. Yeah, that's that's not you don't want to be on that end of it. It oh, sounds no, sweet, I, but I'm it's not meant sweet.
2: Yeah, it just it. it sometimes when you hear that, that, those kind people that say those wonderful things, bad things have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm one of them. I <laughs> I just I seriously. I I just I'm going to sit still in a bubble the rest of my life. Just sit still.
0: Well, Beamer, with all the accidents and stuff you've had, or the the medical issues, even with your your surgery you have coming on next week, have you given any more thought to a crossbow this year? No, still at a not on the table.
2: <laughs> nope. I I will I will I will shoot my bow.
0: One um, one arm. brace still and still against
2: it, I like it. Well, I I'm not opposed to it, but I, I think I've got a chance to to beat a good deer, and I'm going to beat a good deer, and I want to do it with a vertical bow right now. Now, if this keeps up with my body, I'm not going to have a choice. That's why I'm not opposed to it. But yeah, it's just it's not for me. You know, it's just one of those things. It's just a personal preference. It's just you know who I am.
0: Well, I had a young man at football practice yesterday when we finished practice. He said, Coach, you, you bow hunt or you, you shoot a crossbow? And I said, well, maybe technically both of them are bow hunting. I said, but, but Coach, you know, I'm old school. I still like a, a compound bow. And he said, well, I got a cool crossbow this year. And it was, you know, that part of you that wants to say, you know, that's nice. And then you think about it and it's like I'm talking to a 12-year-old kid. Baby, that's awesome. What are you shooting? You know, how, how comfortable do you feel letting that arrow go at? And he, he got to kind of detailing it out for me. And, you know, you, you read these things on social media all the time where, you know, cross hunters aren't real hunters. And it was like, you know, hey, if you're out and about and you're doing it, do it whatever way you've got to do it. Uh, whatever makes you feel more comfortable and you think you're going to be more successful, then go for it. I'm not going to knock anybody. So But no, I had to, and, and, and I had that's, to catch that's myself. Way we all got
2: to be. We got to be unified as a group. Uh, there's no room for bashing one another right now. And we gotta be, we gotta stick together, but it, it, it's gotta be used, in my opinion, the right way for the right people. I love it for kids. I love it for elderly people. I love it for people that have injuries. I love it for people that don't have the time to practice, but yet want to get out there. I mean, I, 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 I love shooting my bow. There's a romance there. It's a romance that, you know, mine's a love affair. That's going to happen now, whether I can pull it back or not by middle of November, we'll see. Cause I'm going out to Nelson's outfitters, uh, November 11th through the 15th. And so I I gave myself five weeks after the surgery, um, and hopefully we we get on something and uh I'm able to draw my bow. If not I'll shoot a slingshot.
0: I don't know how that slingshot's gonna work out, but you uh <laughs> make sure we film that. I want to uh I want to know exactly oh, yeah. how that turns <laughs> out. Well Beamer, you know, being on NAP right now and, and talking about some of their products, what other NAP products are out there that you know, especially with bow season, y'all just gotten started. We're about to get started. What's something else good that, you know, that folks need to go online and check out?
2: Our quick fletch. Uh, it is a proprietary system or patented uh, way of putting the veins on shrink tubing. You're going to dip it in boiling water, and it's going to put your veins perfectly slotted, done it, it's just such a cool system it's quick fletch and if you go out there and you look at it, it it is one of them it's it's fun to do too it really is you can fletch a dozen arrows in two minutes
1: it's funny yeah. you say that beamer i got a set of them with uh with the blazer veins sitting right here on the seat of my truck to pull some out and and refletch them here pretty soon i, I picked up a pack the other day and it likes i've used them for the last couple of years because i just got tired of I tried to reflex myself and glue it and that was a disaster. And then, you know, I got to get them to the bow shop and, and get them dropped off. And it was just, a, I don't say a hassle, but just something that when I come across these, and like you say, it's fun to do, man. Take you, make, uh, the kids can do it with me. And, oh, yeah. Uh, boil some water, dip it in there and pull it out and let them dry and shoot, you're good to go.
2: Yeah. It's, um, I, I like it. I used to fletch all my, I used to dip
1: my arrows to
2: paint. And then fletch them up, you know, and that was such a project, you know. But that was part of the romance. But time is is so valuable anymore that we just don't have it, you know. The kids are in everything, and now you're fighting nine different ways to wear a mask, and, and it's one of those things that I don't have time to sit there and fletch arrows. So it, it's I love the quick fletch system. I really do.
1: Yeah, according to the pack, I got it right here. That uh, you dip it into water, boiling water for ten seconds. Yep. And then uh needs to be fully submerged in boiling water. It requires a minimum of seven inches of water to fully submerge. You remove it and let it dry. You're good to go. Yeah. It, That's it.
2: It's one of those things that I I love it.
1: I, I really do. I'm,
2: I'm trying to see if I've got – I need to put some of these videos up on on our YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, if you go out to YouTube, you can look up GSM Outdoors, and there's quite a few of our videos are public. Uh, some of them are some of the products that we've talked about. Some of them are products that we haven't touched base on, but it's a great way of getting some information on, on the dynamics and how large, how big the breath is of GSM.
0: Well, I know every time we talk, it seems like there's something new been added or something new y'all are working on, and
2: yeah, it's we, we've got so much stuff in the works, it's frightening, and it's one of those things that. I, I don't know how we keep up with it, but we are right now, so we're rocking it, and it's it's been a good year. But it's getting to that time now where everybody's getting antsy to go hunting. You know, it's one of those things you can build and design and do this, this, and this, and do all that background work, you know, and all your due diligence and everything you need to get done. But there comes a time when that fall, you know, our leaves are changing right now, in the, in the fall's here. And, hmm. you, sit there and you, you sit there and you go, huh, I think it's time for me to think about hunting. Well, but
0: but now you also have to look at it like this. Whenever you're out hunting, that's when you are coming up with, okay, well, if we change this on this, this would make this work a little better. Or, you know, so it's research and product design going on the whole time you're out in the stand. So, you know. that 100% agree.
2: I I have come up with, um, I'd say 60% of my ideas have happened because I've been in the field. And I, I got one that's coming out for spring. That if you guys like bow hunting turkeys like I do, uh, and wanting to run a gun, I think it's going to be dynamic. I can't really touch base on it any more than that, but I can promise you that if if it comes to fruition, the, the engineers are designing it right now. If if it works like it does in my animation software and works like it does in my head, it will be a slam dunk. Do you need yeah.
0: someone to help field test it?
2: Yes, I do, right. I, and I need I, I need some southern birds because you guys start early, so I, I'll come down. Let's go well, on, come a, on. Let's go on a rampage.
1: Come on. All right.
2: Date. Bring your, Don't. bring Don't. your it, snake not, boots. Do not
1: go on a tree cutting episode. You know, <laughs> no, no, there will be no chainsaw. Said plan trip. No, but no.
0: Beamer, bring your snake boots and uh, plenty of deep.
2: Okay, so so right now he's got me with Nile virus, and I get struck by a copperhead. And you're talking to me about this kind of stuff. So when we come down there, I wonder what will happen.
0: Well, I've already, I've I've got a snake kit that stays in my pack, so uh, I'm just gonna have to add some. I've got to add some (laughs) gauze and some tape, and I'll I'll get Tiffany to make me up a first aid kit. I've never carried one before, but if you're coming down, we'll
1: need a stretcher board. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> hopefully, everywhere we go, we can get him near.
1: You You're dealing with me.
2: Hopefully, yeah, you, we can get him gotta... near
0: an ATV trail at some point in time. So, you know, maybe we don't have to have too much stuff. We can. Uh, you uh, can
2: simplify. Just get yourself a tourniquet, and when it gets real bad, just put it around my neck. Let's see what's next. So. <laughs> yeah. Saying, it may be just
0: bad. one of those where we just leave you in there and say, "Hey, we couldn't help him." Uh, That's perfect. That's perfect. I don't have a problem with that. You know, he was he was doing okay until we held his you know his mouth shut for a while, and then I don't know what happened. Uh, he turned blue and kicked a little bit with that one leg. The other leg wouldn't move. Uh,
2: yeah, my, my 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 I love my uncle to death. God rest his soul. He always used to say, "Boomer, I'm going to hold you under till the bubbles quit coming up." And uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's how you get my first aid kit when I get bit by a copperhead, okay? Turn a kit around the neck. Stop the bleeding. Or mm. the misery. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, yes,
0: Beamer, indeed. there's there have been many of, uh, of occurrences where I thought I was hit several times crawling up on stuff, but, uh, you know, if you stay off the ground which it depends on what the turkey's doing if if i can run around and stay on my feet i'm fine if not i'm gonna get on my belly and go so uh i'm not gonna make any promises we won't see on no shoulders because we may very well see several of them
2: oh i i run in everywhere i go i run into snakes i was i was trying to stalk a mule deer one time out in nelson's and me and my cameraman and another guy we put these Mule deer went to bed, so we were running down the hill, and we were going to jog down this hill and then come up on them on the other hill. We're running full blast, and right midstream, you know, here's this striking rattlesnake, and all of us are airborne, you know, because we're jogging it. It's just I I I keep coming into these close encounters. It happened to me elk hunting. It happened. It had bad happened to me elk hunting with uh, the guys from Primos. I went to step down on a limestone rock, blood trail of my elk, and the rock turned into a mirage. Like you look like through a kaleidoscope. And a giant rattler never rattled, struck at me. And Kevin Meacham and I, we beat that thing. Well, wait, maybe if it's illegal, we didn't beat the thing. I don't remember what we did with the thing. (laughs) Anyhow, he was giant. And we were not happy to see him. I can't remember. I I'm think we let him go. I'm pretty certain we let him go. Anyhow, he's scared. He's scared. Me. <laughs> I can neither confirm or deny. I don't even know. Maybe I made that story up. I think I did. Yeah.
0: Look, it's been... I, I have ruined more than one turkey hunt, and I try not to. Normally, if I seal in plenty of time, I just ease around, but, yeah, I have ruined more than one because I crawled up on them, and, you know, they were either didn't rattle like you say or are already curled up and most of the time if you don't mess with them they won't mess with you but sometimes mm-hmm. you're crawling through some thick brush and stuff and then all of a sudden you just you just come face to face and it is what it is so if, if i can backtrack
1: and-
2: yeah I, uh, I you you come face to face i'll be the one that said he just struck me right between-
1: All right, guys, are, are, you
0: we all, are we all back together? Yeah, sorry. We lost you. Yeah,
1: I, I knew I was going to drop. I went through a bad spot. I knew it was going to happen.
0: All right, Jeremy, that was about 41-ish
1: okay. where, where we dropped, so okay. but We're good?
0: We're good.
2: Oh, all right, cool. Are we, are, are we still on? Right?
0: We are. Uh, well, well, now that we're off of snake stories real quick, Yeah. what other... Do we have any other products that you want to go over today, or what? What kind of good story we got going on today?
2: I don't. I don't have any stories. It's it's like I, I kind of jinx myself. I laugh about all of them, and, and then I talk about them, and then just bad things happen. So I'm gonna tell like a nice story or something, you know, just something <laughs> fun and fuzzy, you know, like I, I put a rainbows the and unicorns
0: uh, today. Is that where we're going with this today? <laughs>
2: We're gonna try something really just happy. You know, everybody, just be happy. Be be nice. Let's 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 see if that changes anything in the world of Beamer.
0: Well, now God. before we started recording, we were talking about, and I don't know if you still want to talk about it any, but you said you had a new Cyclops slide out, or had gotten yeah, to test a new product. We don't
2: we don't have it in stock. I just looked online. I just uh, filmed everything about it. It's coming out. It's the R E V O. It's Revo six thousand. Uh, we don't have it in stock, so I can't promise anybody anything about when we're going to get it, but I can tell you, it is, it's not a cheap light, okay, it's a higher dollar light, but it is the most powerful, rechargeable LED light I have seen. It's 6,000 lumens, which is just blistering. I mean, it's almost got recoil when you turn it on. <laughs> you, you hit high beam and you feel like it should, should, should punch back at you.
0: Well, Beamer, is this a
2: spotlight or is this a handheld like a flashlight? It's like a handheld spotlight. Okay. You know, the old old days when I grew up, we had this thing called Q-beams. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every, there, oh, everything Beagle. was called Q-beam, even though it wasn't Q-beam brand, it was Q-beam. Like everything was a Coke, what flavor Coke you want, you know, right. things like that. So this is a handheld, it's rechargeable. Uh, you can recharge it both off your home or you can recharge it off your automobile, but it's got a high low and it's got SOS and then it's got a flood light also, which is super cool. Uh, and then you can use that flood in conjunction with the spot. So you can really, you can really amp some or spread some, some light out around this area, but I I was hoping we had it in stock because that's what I wanted to talk about. It's a heavy duty light. I mean, it is feels good in your hands. You know, it's, it's, you know, rubber dipped and. It even floats, so if you, you know, throw it out of your boat or knock it in the river or something by accident, it's going to float, so you'll be able to grab it. But it is mean. I mean, you shine it, and like I said, I shined it at a tree, and it like caught fire. I mean, this thing's
1: powerful.
0: <laughs> now, it's, get it. it's waterproof,
2: and it floats? Yes, sir.
0: Oh, now, that's a handy piece of equipment to have.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's coming. But like I said, it, it's not a cheap light. But This is probably one of the best Cyclops lights, most high-dollar quality lights. You know, if you're like me and you want to have really good quality stuff out there with you, uh this this is this is Cyclops has it. But this one here is mean. You really kind of talk deeper with this one. It's like mean
0: <laughs> Is that on the video?
2: Mean. Mean. yeah when you talk
0: when when you're talking about that light, you have to get a little deeper just to get it
2: you gotta get deeper you gotta say mean. this Rebo six thousand mean.
0: I hope that yeah. is part of the advertising for that flashlight uh if it's not, whoever's in creative needs to listen to this podcast and make sure that that is added.
2: get out of the dark there's a we as a marketing company called route one um Media. They're out of Pennsylvania. Route 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 One Marketing or something like that. They have a guy that sounds exactly like Sam Elliott that does their voice recording. Okay, so it's like, thanks for calling Route One. We build brands. And he said it's it just a Sam Elliott, and it is so good. I just like to call it up every once in a while. I feel like I'm actually gonna call and talk to Sam Elliott. (laughs) Kind of kind of cool. You should try it. Route one, uh, it's in Pennsylvania. Route one marketing media, and if they, if they answer the phone, say hang up. We don't want to hear you. We want to hear the recording, and do and do that over and over. We <laughs> like say next week,
0: you know, when this comes out and their phone is blowing up, I'm sure that uh, <laughs> they're going to love that.
2: I love it. That's good. <laughs>
1: That's good. We're getting a lot of calls.
0: Yeah, but they're just calling and hanging up, or they're telling us to hang up and don't (laughs) answer. Uh, Yeah, hang up. Yeah, now we know what the problem was. Yeah. Because, see, we're going to have a week or two before this one airs, so, yeah, if everybody will go on there and, uh, well, not everybody, I guess just me and Jeremy and you can keep doing it for the next couple weeks before it airs. But, yeah, they, they won't have any idea why it's being done.
2: Yeah, that's fine. And I had nothing to do with it. I can neither confirm nor deny that it had something to do with the rattlesnake, but I don't know. Mm, Nothing. I don't know anything.
0: Brought to you by GSM and Keith Beam.
2: The Beamer said do it. It's me. He's trying to deny,
0: but the Beamer said do it.
2: We build brands. We build brands. That's what they say. You guys got, everybody call it. Everybody on air call it. Just dial it. Dial it up. Check
0: it out. Oh, I'm look. When we leave here on the way yeah. to, on the way to pick up baby to take her to church, I'm gonna have to call it just to see what in the world. And actually, I'm hoping. Well, in Pennsylvania, it should be after five right now, so I shouldn't get anybody. You can, can, get, get, you you can anybody. get an
2: answer machine. Yeah. Hey, Beamer.
1: Huh? Y'all have college football kickoff already up there? I uh, no, it's getting
2: ready too. We're we're on the street Big Ten start I can tell you. Hold on. I know Trump said he got it done yesterday. I saw that on the. That's slide, what he right? said.
1: That's what he said. <laughs> uh huh. Well, Beamer, all I know is uh, Mississippi State beat LSU.
0: Beamer, it I knew said. where he was going with that. Um, uh, that's awesome. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I heck out kind of it. I did not like it very much at all.
2: That's fair. You we have the it. difference
0: there, where you have a Mississippi State fan and an LSU fan both on the show, and. Uh, yeah. I'm uh,
2: a Yeah. One of us even, was happy. One of us was hold. not. Hmm. No, we couldn't, we couldn't all, we are tiny little NAI, NAIA school. Uh, English is hard. Let's see. Our season starts October 24th. Wow. Yeah. What you know, are you going to play? That's three, that's
0: three games? Start a full uh, month one, behind two, the SEC? Three,
2: four, five, six, seven, eight, Nine, nine games.
0: You're starting four okay. weeks behind the SEC, and SEC's only playing ten games. So y'all well, are going to play
2: nine. They're going to be in December. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We play. We play uh, December fifth and December twelfth.
0: Well, here's a question. Now, y'all may know the answer. to This: Are they going to do any type of bowl games this year?
2: Um, it says. No, well, I they, don't know okay. how that's going to work. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I haven't. Know I haven't either. dug
0: into that deep enough to know if there's going to be anything transpire after the, the ten game season. Because see, the Big yeah. Ten was not going to play for the longest time, and I think right now it's only one, like maybe the SWAC conference, and maybe some of the Ivy League that's not playing. I think everybody else is back on board with mm-hmm. a you know a different schedule.
1: Trump hadn't called them yet. <laughs> But they hadn't been notified.
2: No, he will.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's placing that call here soon. Oh, be you know well, it'll be I tonight. Well, I know. That's right.
0: If I understood what I was being told the other day, the SWAC has actually bumped theirs back to where they're not going to start till like February or March. Like Who's
1: going to watch that?
0: They're going to play during baseball season, which is amazing because they have baseball programs also. And you have a baseball program that suffered last year because it didn't get to play, and now you're going to bump right. football back into baseball season. I, I don't see it going well, but I guess you know each program's going to do what it needs to do. So,
1: does anybody watch those teams anyway?
0: Well, I, like if anybody? it's the only football on in February and March, I will.
1: Well,
2: guess so. I I have to like the team. I just can't watch to watch. I got other things to do.
1: Who's your team, Beamer?
2: Wisconsin, Badgers.
1: Okay.
2: I love Badgers. Oh, Badgers. Yeah, I'm from Illinois. You'd think I would be like Illinois State or University of Illinois,
1: but I'm not. I'm a Badger fan. Will, Wisconsin had a good ball team. Man, they've, they've been good the last few years.
2: Yeah, I I wish our basketball, a couple of years ago we got second in the, the national championship in basketball. And I, I just, I, I loved it when we had that run. I mean, it was so much fun that I just, I don't know. I just want to see us
0: do well. Well, I think everybody that supports the program wants to see every, you know, each one succeed. You know, we down here, we, we keep up with baseball, football, softball. My little girls, you know, this past year were kind of disappointed. They wanted to go to LSU softball game, didn't wind up having a season. So they've already made me promise this coming up year that we're going. You know, we're going to make a couple. So I guess maybe instead of moving over to Alex Box and watching baseball, we'll be over at the softball field watching watching a little softball. But if it keeps them happy and intrigued in the game and wanting to, you know, progress and get better, then we'll do whatever it takes.
1: You got it. Yeah, yeah I was pretty disappointed that the last two times Mississippi State had beat LSU in football, I was in attendance. and I didn't get to watch this one. That broke my heart, fool.
2: I was right.
0: I was three hours from home watching ten year old softball tournament uh, and having to pick nice. up the scores on my phone, which I would get like ten minutes after they actually scored or did something. <laughs> yeah. So I'm getting texts from y'all giving you know mi- minute by minute updates. I'm like, well, oh, crap, it's still ten to three on mine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, not twenty one, twenty. Yeah, we're 21. still looking pretty good. Yeah, I'm like, heck, we're still winning on my phone. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, between looking up at the ball game to see, okay, she's not batting yet. All right, uh, the other team's still hitting. Yeah, we're we're good. All right, I can look back down at the phone. It, it was a. You have to be able to multitask when you go to those tournaments. And and look, this year I'm not coaching, so I am finding this really odd and. Enjoying it and not liking it at the same moment. I don't know if that's the best way to say that. You know, there's there's times where you want to speak up or go step out on the field and go address a a play or a situation, and it's kind of like, well, just be quiet. And we know everybody that knows me knows I'm not very good at being quiet. So
1: no, no,
0: not my <laughs> strong point.
1: Just not your style.
0: Oh, I will tell y'all one funny one though before we get off and we're running down the time. Uh. Yeah, the ten-year-old softball girls. Some of them, some of them wear masks. Some of them don't. Well, I've told mine that as long as you're playing on the field, you will wear your mask. I don't care if you don't like it. That's Daddy's rule. And, and, not, and we're not talking about COVID mask here. No, we're talking about your metal right. face mask. I want something want to, to try to keep those clear. try to keep those little pearly white teeth in the place that they belong. Oh yeah. Well, one of the little girls in the infield does not wear her mask. Well, Cameron gets to first base. Uh, she's, she's back playing first base again this year. Uh, probably needs to be in center field, but she was on first base. But anyway, she's over there, and I look up and I'm like, hey, get your mask on. The little girl is in the windup. She throws, thank goodness, throws a strike. Catcher grabs it. Cameron has left the field and run in the dugout. Oh, <laughs> uh. Like the ball was fixing to or could have been in play. Now knowing her and she's fast enough, she would have wheeled back and got on first and made the catch to get the out. But it was like, oh uh-huh. uh, yeah, I got uh, I got my wife to wait between plays before I tell her to go do something because the other parents turn around like Jake. She what? did not hesitate. She did not think about it. She just took off to go get that math. Well, that's that's where we want her at. Uh, she is highly <laughs> trained to respond because she knew the outcome was uh, I will make her come off that field, so yeah, we we were all over rolling about that, but we had to talk about it after the game, like, baby, next time wait in between or call time out. um
1: yeah, there there's always a right time
2: <laughs> well, you got you got to take a look at it from you know, you guys down there, manners are so wonderful down south the The courtesy, the mannerisms, the manners of children. And me, I'm envious. I see that, and I hear what you're saying, and, and, and I just wish the northern kids would go, hey, I better listen and go go do it. You know, this day and time up north, it's a whole different environment. You know, my kids are like that, but you see it all the time where they're like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to go. Get I'm just glad to hear that she just ran. I think it's great. Well, now,
0: Beamer, let's go ahead and strike something. That does not always happen that way there's a lot of times. Mind,
2: it does. Okay. Trees. There's a lot of times where anymore, she's still. Uh, and that happens.
0: Yeah, where she's still kicking dirt going, uh huh. Yeah, old man, I hear you.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, guys, yep. we're going to about wrap this one up. It's been good. Beamer, glad to have yes. you back, man, in a, in a healthy manner. Stay that way. Good luck to the hunting season. Everybody out there is getting going, north, south. We're, we, we found it. We found yep. it. Everybody, hope you enjoyed this episode of Outdoor Coffee Talk. God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless. Well, ain't nothing like a Southerner. Lord to make you feel all right. I got the wind that's dying. I got the radio i own.